Hey there, this is Mark Lorenzi, aka The Rage Master, and I play Sagittarius on Zodiac Task Force, and you're listening to Raving Lunatic Media! Raving Lunatic Media presents Game Face, hosted by Nosy Nico Fresh and Matt Rockstone. Hey, 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 everybody! It is me, Matt Ruckstar, back with another game face, and along with me, it's my intrepidly nosiest of friends, Nicholas. What's up, Nico? Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. <laughs> How has your week been, good sir? It has been great. Yeah. We had, <laughs> we had a great night of football last night, and we got a jam-packed show today. Oh, yeah. We did not think that this show was going to entail anything. We are mostly talking football today, though, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We have a couple pieces of, like, NBA news. We're going to get to the Christian Wood stuff. We're going to get to some NBA quizzes later, which is something that me and Nico love to do. Nico likes to pop quiz me on random NBA stuff. I know as well, uh, like, last night he was quizzing me on football stuff. I'm getting there with my knowledge of football. I named all 32 NFL teams last night. (laughs) His 32nd team, he forgot to name one of the most famous teams in the league though the chicago bears uh i'm sorry uncle dave uh my uncle dave absolutely loves the chicago bears so if you're listening to this uncle dave i apologize (laughs) um but yeah so we have a lot to get to on today's show so let's just hop right into my favorite segment your favorite segment it's time for around the horn Well, like I said, the NFL is back. The league kicked off its 104th season on Thursday night with the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs playing host to the upstart Detroit Lions. Shout out Kid Rock. (laughs) And the Lions were Kid Rocking all over the Chiefs for most of this game. Uh, It was kind of a sleepy game, not the biggest offensive game, especially considering the Chiefs were involved. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes threw for two touchdowns, but he wasn't very efficient. He went just 21 for 39. The receivers weren't all that great. They got a whole bunch of young guys still trying to replace Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey didn't play out with a knee injury. They really missed him in the middle of the field. A whole bunch of drop passes for the wide receivers. We were watching this game at B-dubs last night. We were, and I woke up with so much indigestion. <laughs> um, and I just ate some of the leftovers, and they taste almost as cardboard as the boxes used to be. <laughs> yeah, they got um, plastic boxes now. Yeah, it's, it's not cool. And they I don't, don't like close it. at all. No, they don't. Uh, I don't like it, but that's beside the point. Um, yeah, you don't work there anymore. I don't, no. Um, but kind of touching on this this game, it was pretty boring. Um, even me, like, like, I don't watch football, but, like, I was trying to pay attention as much as I could. And, like, every once in a while you got a good, like, it was a very good defensive game. That's the thing. Like, there were a lot of picks. There were a lot of good, like, just stops and defensive plays. But then you had, like, both teams not doing much on offense anyways so yeah you can definitely tell that they didn't have a whole lot of time together like reduced practice time only three preseason games now and obviously all the guys don't play every game like you probably have 
people playing one and a half preseason games now versus the old two. Yeah. Um, but Lions come out with the win. That's the most important thing. They did. I think it's time to take them seriously. Like, they've been bad for so long, ever since the Matthew Stafford, Calvin Johnson days. Yeah. I, I think they're legit. They were getting a lot of hype last year, and people didn't really believe in them. But they almost made, almost made the playoffs, and I think they could win a pretty wide-open NFC North now that Aaron Rodgers is gone. Also, uh, shout-out Fred, our old roommate who loves the Detroit Lions. Um, miss you, Fred. I wish we could have watched that game with Fred. Fred, if you want to come to B-dubs with us in the future, you're welcome to. Yeah, please do. Honestly, if any of you fans would like to come to Buffalo Wild Wings with us <laughs> to watch any game, I would love to do that. Um, what else you got for me here in Around the Horn? I need to correct myself. I made a horrible error last week when I was talking about TJ Hawkinson. Uh-oh, flag on the play. Flag on the play. <laughs> yeah, Nico's an idiot. I called Hawkinson a Detroit Lion, which would have been true a year ago. He's a Minnesota Viking, mm. so... I can't believe I broke down their team saying how Jared Goff relies on him, Jameson Williams when he comes back, when he plays with Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. <laughs> I, you were telling me about this last night, and I was like, oh, interesting. It's like I make mistakes all the time. Like I, I said that Zion, before I said Zion was in the 2019 draft, I said he was in the 2018 draft. I didn't think Aiton was a number one pick a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you had I'm, a like rough the week. Ba- I'm like the basketball guy. You're the basketball <laughs> guy. You had a rough week. But yeah, I got egg in my face for that one. It's all good. I, I consistently just have an omelet baking on my nose at this point, so <laughs> a little egg on your face isn't going to matter all too much. I kind of like that metaphor, but it is kind of weird. <laughs> um... Continuing on, though, let's go and switch over to baseball real quick. What you got for me over in that realm of the the world? On the diamond, Ronald Acuna Jr. just did something that we've never seen before. He is the first member of the 30 home run, 60 stolen base club. And he could very well be working on a 40 and 70 season. I think he's got 34 home runs as of today. Hmm. He hit two home runs last night, both on first pitches, by the way, which is a little odd. But he's been running all over defenses with the new rules, the bigger bases. He's having a career season, and he's definitely the NL MVP candidate. I know Mookie Betts is getting a lot of talk for that, but Acuna deserves it 100%. I I think Acuna is probably going to get it, but my heart really wants Mookie to get it. (laughs) I I don't. Ever since Mookie got traded, I thought, oh, yeah, like I'll root for Mookie out in L.A., I can't do it. I can't root for Mookie Betts anymore. It's just, I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it The wound is still kind of fresh. I, I can't root for him out there. Well, he didn't really do anything. Like He, just he got didn't. Traded. No, it wasn't his fault at all. It was the cheap Red Sox owners. <laughs> A freaking men. <laughs> um, but... Speaking of people who aren't cheap, let's let's continue with the highest payroll in the MLB, the Mets. Going from cheapo owners to the exact opposite, open wallet owner, New York Mets owner Steve Cohen just bought a team in the new Tech Golf League started by Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. So I heard about this a couple of months ago when they announced it. I still don't know a lot about it, but it's basically going to be PGA Tour guys on a golf simulator. So like... So what people have, like, there's a hockey rink around here that has one. Golf Simulator, they're pretty fun. You can play, I think, any course. And it's it'll have, like, the hills in there, I think. So your ball will, like, you know, roll down hills. It's a fun thing. 
Just, I don't know if I'd want to watch people on TV doing that. Yeah, just go play Mario Golf, dude. <laughs> go like, play Wii Golf. Yeah, go play like Wii Golf. Or, you don't need to spend like eighty dollars to go and 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 do this really high tech thing when you can just go play golf like on a Wii or like go in real life and play golf. You'll probably spend like twenty dollars on gas at most. <laughs> like, yeah, but you're gonna be <laughs> spending fifty dollars on admission. <laughs> That's golf, true. So golf ain't cheap. Uh, new rule: just play Mario Golf. <laughs> yeah, basically that's the moral of the story. But it's got a lot of money attached to it. I think it's going to be on Monday nights. I don't know how that's going to work with the NFL. Yeah, I think it might be starting up in February, so Monday Night Football will be done by then. But if it's not, they're going to have a heck of a conflict of people's interest, viewing wise. Yeah, because like I mean, the the week is kind of filled with sports at this point because i know monday is going to be football tuesday for basketball that's why i kind of remember it being in february like yeah they wouldn't do it on monday nights yeah uh but continuing on here um got some some what some basketball news now i guess got a bit of news out of the bayou LSU and basketball coach Kim Mulkey have agreed on a record extension for 10 years worth $32 million. Dang. It's the richest deal for a women's basketball coach in history. Sue just won her... Oh, Sue. Wait, I think I messed up her name. Is her name Sue Mulkey or Kim Mulkey? I don't... I wrote two things in my notes here. I screwed up. But... Memento. <laughs> regardless of her actual first name, it's the... Richest deal for a women's coach, like I said, and she just won her fourth national title last season with LSU. And it's, it's Kim. You were thinking Sue Bird, I think. I don't know why I wrote Sue, but she won her fourth title this past year after winning three with the Baylor Bears. Baylor Bears. That's a fun thing to say. Baylor Bears. The Baylor Bears. Uh, congratulations to Kim Mulkey. Kim Mulkey. I'm um, sorry I called you Sue. Not Sue. I don't know. I th- that might have been an autocorrect thing. Maybe three letter words. I don't. I don't know how you would get Sue from typing the word Kim. I get some weird words trying to type real words. That that's true. I guess. Um, but congratulations to Kim Mulkey. But staying in the college realm of all sports, let's continue on with this next piece of news. So number nine Clemson had a rough night last Monday night against unranked Duke in Monday Night College Football. I just made that a thing. They kind of got blown out of the building 28-7 to in what coach Dabo Sweeney called the weirdest game he's ever been a part of. Hmm. Clemson fumbled the ball three times and lost two, while new starting quarterback Cade Klubnik, who looks exactly like Dabo Sweeney, look it up, he could hmm. be his son, threw one touchdown and one pick. Their star running back, Will Shipley, did run for 114 yards and caught a TD, but the real story was Duke quarterback Riley Leonard. He threw for 175 and ran for 98 yards and had a nice 44-yard touchdown run to bury the once-dominant Tigers. One cool thing about uh, Riley Leonard, he wears this wristband on his arm. It says, you suck on it. Every game, every game day, he'll have his mom text him, just, you suck. Because <laughs> he has his mom text him, you suck, because he doesn't want to get his ego out of check, like... He's never had anybody telling him he's great. He's like, you have to work hard to get where he is on Duke. So he wants to keep his, you know, ego in check. So he has his mom text him, you suck every game day. 
I'm gonna need somebody to start texting me that before I hop on a mic for podcasting. I should have texted you that right before we start. <laughs> Matt, before you play. Saw, I would. My feeling, like now that I know this, like do it. But like, if I didn't know that, do you know how hurt my feelings would have like, been? You idiot. <laughs> um. So let's continue with uh, college football, though. Talking about those boys out in Colorado. The Buffs. Coach Prime's boys are moving up. The Colorado Buffalo's victory over 17-ranked TCU last week got them into the top 25. They start week two ranked number 22nd. That's a lot of twos. Yeah. (laughs) It's their first time in the top 25 since a very brief stay in 2020, and we all know that year didn't happen anyway. Hmm. I'm excited to see how Shador Sanders backs up his 500-yard game from last week. Tomorrow, right now we're recording on Friday, tomorrow versus the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I love that name. It's awesome. Name. The Nebraska what, what, Cornhuskers? Cornhuskers. It's like, um, what's that like minor league hockey team? The like, the like, uh, the, it's like the polar bear one polar bear one. yeah there's like a polar bear like, oh, oh the orlando solar bears yes that's what it is the orlando solar bears that's such a cool name it's such a cool logo they have a polar bear wearing sunglasses i think he's like got <laughs> un- i think he's under an umbrella too in the sun oh yeah awesome logo um but yeah so uh very very excited to see how those boys out in colorado do tomorrow i'll yeah, probably this- catch a little bit of the game you better i'll be watching that noon on fox uh continuing on to nfl news let's talk about joey b joey b joe burrow signed his very much anticipated contract extension last night the massive deal is for five years and 275 million dollars his 55 million a season is the new highest in nfl history that mark has been broken i think four times this season already Mm -hmm. i remember justin herbert jalen hurts Lamar Jackson and now Joe Burrow have all signed their contracts this offseason. And I think Hertz has 51, Lamar 52, and Joe Burrow now 55. So that kind of mm-hmm. wraps up the new contracts for all the young quarterbacks in the league. And kind of makes me think all the old guys are gone except for Aaron Rodgers. Like I remember a couple years ago when. Big Ben was still around. Tom Brady was still playing. Eli Manning was on his way out. It's like, okay, Ugh. we kind of have the a changing of the guard. Like all the old quarterbacks we grew up with are retiring and everything. And you got all these good young guys coming out of college, see where they are. And the league is definitely in good hands with guys like Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and um, you know Justin Herbert absolute gunslingers yeah we're kind of in that stage within the nba as well we're like lebron and curry are probably starting to get on their way out and and i mean we just had like the lap like like we like lebron and curry are probably the last two from that generation oh i don't think i'd consider lebron and curry really the same generation lebron is more like mellow and a little bit of kobe not quite I, I could see where you're coming from. I see LeBron as like LeBron's the bridge. Yeah, kinda. He, he's. I think Curry's honestly the bridge between Curry's the bridge between like Melo, Curry, or um Kobe, and then all the young guys now like Giannis. Yeah, he's like he's he's the bridge between like LeBron's generation and Giannis's generation. Yeah, he is. I, I guess Giannis is the face for this new generation coming up. 
Yeah, he definitely um, is. I, he's just too friendly. Like, it can't be Jokic, because Jokic just wants to go race her horses out in Serbia. It can't be Embiid, because he's never really won anything. He can't make it out of the second round. Yeah. And then, who else could it be? Luke is too young. It is storming out right now. Did you hear that? I did hear that. <laughs> That's going to show up great on the waveform. Um, but, yeah. We're getting to a point in both of these sports where it's it's time to start passing the torch, and uh, Joey B one of the one of the better ones to pass it on to. Um, moving on now. Moving uh, on to, to more contract talks. More contracts. The San Francisco 49ers All Pro defensive end Nick Bosa, brother of Joey Bosa, out in L.A., has agreed to a five-year deal worth 170. The new massive contract will make him the highest-paid non-quarterback in NFL history. So, Matt, I now have a question for you. Can you name me the highest paid players in other sports? Okay. Um, do you have these memorized? I do not have them memorized. <laughs> okay, then pull, pull that up. What sports am I going? I'm, I'm guessing I'm going Major League Basketball, or Major League Basketball. Major the, big, League, the big four. Baseball, hockey, soccer, football. Or baseball, hockey, basketball, football. Yes. Okay. I don't know why I said soccer. I, I said Major League, and I guess I thought soccer. All right, can you name me the highest paid MLB player? MLB? Is it Shohei Otani? Not yet. He hasn't signed his contract yet. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Good job. I, I'm not looking. I, I'm, like, blocking your yeah, phone. Yeah, do not look. Can you name me the second one? Oh, in baseball? In baseball. I'll give you a clue. We already talked about him. We talked about him today? We just talked about him. Um, oh shoot, I wasn't paying attention. Um, uh, 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 oh, is it the, the guy who just signed it? No? Um, we just talked about him. Uh, oh, Acuna. No, Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, aw. Next is basketball, I'm guessing? Next will be football. I can't oh, football. find another non-quarterback in here. So can you name me the highest-paid quarterback not named Joe Burrow? Okay. Um, yikes. I don't know a lot of quarterbacks. Is it Aaron Rodgers? No. no um, young guy? Young oh, guy. Is, it, is it Patty? No, not anymore. Really? He signed that $500 million contract. He was far and away the highest-paid player. But it's Justin Herbert. He oh, got Justin Sherbert. Five years worth 262. <laughs> right now, I am not batting a good average. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm you... one for three right now. Here, I'll give you a, a layup. Who's the highest paid NBA player? Is it Jalen Brown? It's Jalen Brown. Yeah. You could you like you could say that his contract hasn't started yet, but it hasn't started yet, no. So, um, and then that would make it really difficult <laughs> on me. What about the highest paid hockey player? I I believe this one. Now that I see it, it makes sense. But when I saw it, I, it didn't make any sense to me. Um, I'll oh, give you a clue. Shoot. You've never heard of this guy. Oh, great. Um, what team does he play for? He isn't playing right now. He, unfortunately, probably will never play again because of a knee injury. But he is currently employed by the Arizona Coyotes. But the last team he played for was the Montreal Canadiens. Um, initials? S.W. Uh, Sweetwater. <laughs> Shea Weber. Shea Weber. Shea Weber was the best defenseman in the league, if like, you, 10 if, years ago. If you had not said anything, my guesses would have gone Austin Matthews, 
That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, Matthews, McDavid, but no. And then Paya McDavo. Shea Weber, he signed 14 years, $110 million, which is unheard of in hockey back in 2012. But Jeez. Yeah, he, so the maximum you can sign for now is seven years. So you can't even have contracts like this anymore. Like Dang. Weber did it, 14 years. Crosby signed for 12 about 10 years ago. Oh, I probably would And have. you're just not allowed to do that anymore. But yeah, Weber, he got salary dumped to Arizona. They have, I think, two guys who are just on long-term. It's basically retired injured reserve, like guys that are never going to play again. But I think it helps their salary cap because they're such a small market team. They're paying these wicked high-priced guys. Dang. Um, <laughs> I, didn't do, I didn't do too well there. <laughs> no, you didn't. I think you're going to fail the class. Uh, hopefully not, because later we have more quizzes to go through. Um, so... Uh, our last piece of news, though, here comes out of the NBA, though, because a uh, little tiny bit of a Woj bomb. Uh, I would say this is more like a... This is like a Woj firecracker. I was thinking the exact same word. Uh, I have to figure out uh, how much uh, it was, but Christian Wood, uh, he just recently signed with the Lakers. I want to say it was pretty low i want to say it was like a two-year deal uh where's where is it yeah a two-year deal with the lakers two years 5.7 million that is ridiculously low that is free they got him for free um so this gives Anthony Davis some much-needed injury insurance. Uh, while Wood might not be the best of defenders, he's a body, and that's kind of what the Lakers are looking for at this point. Yeah, big um, man who can grab rebounds if AD is out. Yeah. Uh, last year, he comes in from the Mavericks, where he averaged 16-7-2. And, two, and uh, I want you to try to guess his stat line the last time he played the Lakers. Played the Lakers. Was he one of those guys like Zubots who put up like 30 rebounds? Did no. he do anything like that? Uh, no. <laughs> so, the, the last time that he played the Lakers was on... Yep, here it is. 3-17-2023. Dallas at the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, what are they? The, the crypto whatever? crypto.com yeah. yeah horrible name oh sorry this is this is not from that game this is from a game uh in december two years ago 30 points eight rebounds seven assists he also had a 24 point game with 14 rebounds then a 14 with nine and uh then he almost had a triple double last time they played 12 nine and eight uh, but he, like I said, he comes in averaging 16, 7, and 2 from the Mavericks. So it's going to be interesting. They got him for pretty cheap. So I, the Lakers are looking like a bit more of a threat now, finally. They I are. Think. Um, but speaking of threat, I'm going to threaten you with some ads right now. We'll be back right after this ad break. And Nico is going to rank his college football power rankings my official college football power rankings official 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 if we'll i be- had like a family stamp i'd put it on it Ooh, we'll make you one we'll be right back i was 13 i herded lambs beyond the village on the lee the magic of the sun perhaps or what was it affected me i felt with joy all overcome as though with god 
Rover operator Ilya Zakharov, authorization number 00461 of the Luna Agricultural Expedition Program. The time for lunch had long passed by, and still among the weeds I lay, and prayed to God, I know not why. It was so pleasant then to pray. Phantom 9, initialize. But not for long the sun stayed kind, not long in bliss I prayed. Phantom 9 initialized. It turned into a ball of fire and set the world ablaze. As though just wakened up I gaze the hamlet's drab and poor. And God's blue heavens, even they, are glorious no more. Denouncer Media comes a brand new experience in audio horror, Red Odyssey. Starring Allison Cossett, Peter Wicks, Sarah Golden, Erica Sanderson, James Scully, Peter Wyshynski, and Brandon Levine. Red Odyssey, a Lovecraftian horror story you will never forget. Coming September 8th, wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back here on Game Face. Nico, are you ready? What are you about to do? I'm going to give the official college football playoff power rankings, how it's going to happen, how I see it. Well, don't leave us hanging here. What you got and who is your number one prospect? I'm actually going to go from the bottom up. Oh, going so, from the bottom up? Okay, so who's coming Who's coming last? Basically. So I ranked six teams. You get four, four teams make it into the college football playoff as of this season. Um, starting next year, I think it's going to be 12. So it jumps that up. That many? <laughs> it jumps up by a lot of teams. Why so many? Because uh, four is not enough. Like, wow. I think if they had eight, that would be a good number. Four and four, you can have, what's that? Four semifinal games. You still get more of those high-profile bowl games at the end of the year. I think 12 is a little ambitious. I think they could have ended up at 12, but, you know, there's a lot of moolah attached to this, so they wanted to go for the downs immediately. But number six, I have FSU, Florida State University. Uh, I think the Seminoles have a good chance to be this year's Cinderella story. Every college football season has one of these, like Cincinnati a couple of years ago with Sauce Gardner and TCU last year. So you ever seen the chain that Sauce Gardner has? The really big one? It says sauce on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like the swaggiest player in the NFL. Dude. He's only a sophomore. Yeah, dude has to get like a wings like deal. That would be awesome. Or like like he has to like partner with like McDonald's to get his own sauce. But yeah, I think FSU has a chance to be that team this year. Senior quarterback Jordan Travis is tossing and running for touchdowns all over the place. Wide receiver Keon Coleman went off in week one, catching nine passes and scoring three touchdowns. I could totally see this guy being a first-round pick in the NFL draft this spring. Really? Hmm. Moving on to number five, we have one of my favorite teams, Ohio State. Uh, their problem with the reason I didn't rank them in the top four is quarterback replacing outgoing CJ Stroud. He got picked second by the Houston Texans in the draft. It's going to be hard. And Kyle McCord has the, the task, the horrible task of trying to rebuild an OSU offense that lost their leader in CJ Stroud last year. 
Um, but they are retaining leading receiver Marvin Harrison Jr., son of Marvin Harrison, who played with Peyton Manning in Indianapolis about 10, 15 years ago. He, You're going to make uh, uh, our, our friends over at Sci-Fi Malady very, very happy. Um, Why, because I brought up Peyton Manning? No, because they're Ohio fans. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm going to make them really mad because they ranked them outside uh, the top four. Oh, shoot. Uh, hey, Mark, Scott, Thomas, O-H. That's, that's where you say I-O. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Continue. Yeah, old Harrison, he had a bit of a slow start to the season, but I trust the dude to show out. He had some unbelievable games last year. I wouldn't be surprised if one of these weeks he catches like 15 passes, 200 yards, couple touchdowns. He's just he's a dynamic player. Hey, everybody. Uh, future Matt here. Nico legitimately predicted this. Um... We're basically Nostradamuses in this episode. Um, so, yeah, look out for some more things. Yeah, we recorded this last Friday. So just keep watching out for these amazing predictions that we have throughout this podcast. Number four, I have Them Dogs from Georgia. Woo, woo. The two-time defending national champions. I think they'll make the college football playoff, but they're going to lose in the semifinal. No three-peat for Kirby Smart. I'm sorry, Kirby. But I think this could galvanize the team for next year if they lose in a semifinal. I just think the inexperience of quarterback Carson Beck will catch up to them. They have an awesome tight end at Brock Bowers, though. He's a problem. Like, I could see him going top five in the draft. I really want the Patriots to get him. I don't think they could, nor would I think <laughs> Bill Belichick would draft a tight end in the first round, much less draft anybody top 15. He would just trade down. But... He's a, he's a talent. He's probably the best tight end in the nation. Actually, he definitely is the best tight end in the nation. They don't quite have the defense they had last year. They lost a bunch of guys to the draft, like Jalen Carter. They lost their starting linebacker a couple years ago. Basically, the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line is Georgia. I think they drafted two Georgia defenders in the draft last year. I've seen memes where it's like, as long as, the Clemson, as, long as Clemson keeps pumping no, out. No, Georgia. Or yeah, sorry, as long as Georgia keeps pumping out people, we'll still have a line. <laughs> uh, number three, I've got Michigan. If Caleb Williams doesn't win the Heisman, J.J. McCarthy might. But he's a human highlight reel. He took over for Cade McNamara last year. He basically kicked him off of Michigan. Like, Cade was a good quarterback. He transferred over to Iowa. But McCarthy's a dynamic talent. They have the best running back in college football in Blake Corum. I was kind of surprised that Corum came back. I thought he was going to declare for the draft, but he had a season-ending injury. I don't remember what it was. It was something lower body. And the boys are going to be motivated after Coach Jim Harbaugh comes back from his four-game suspension from recruiting violations that occurred during this COVID shutdown period probably three, four years ago now, but he got busted for something. And I think it's a self-imposed um, suspension. The NCAA didn't actually suspend him. Oh, but he was, he's just kind of holding himself out or the, the team the, is? The university is holding him out. Oh, okay. Smart, smart idea. I, I guess then um, they could suspend him actually. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck. All Be right. like, oh, you you sat out the first four games of the year. Now you're going to sit out another five. That would be horrible. Number two, I have Alabama. Roll Tide! Roll Tide. <laughs> I walked all the way over there just to go and scream Roll Tide. 
I know a lot of people don't, but I believe in Jalen Milrow being a legit SEC quarterback. I know he doesn't have the greatest arm. At least people don't believe in his arm right now, but he has the legs. I could see him running for like 20 touchdowns this year, hmm. which doesn't happen for a running back, much less a quarterback. Yeah. They have a huge matchup in week two playing against Texas tomorrow night and Quinn Ewers in a bit of a revenge game for Texas. Um, they played them last year in Texas and Alabama tried to give the game away, but they came back with Bryce Young. He basically willed them to victory after Quinn Ewers got hurt. So. I know that Texas is going to be motivated to avenge that loss, especially now that they're not playing against a first overall pick at quarterback for Alabama. But they got a nice trio of receivers down there in Bama land in Isaiah Bond, Jermaine Burton, and tight end Amari Neblock. I think I think Bama's gonna have a good year this year. They always have a good They always year, have a good year, even though even when they don't have like that star power, like they don't have a Jalen Waddle or a Devontae Smith this year on the outside. Yeah. But they got they got decent dudes and you can't count out Nick Saban. Like Nick Saban is the college version of Bill Belichick. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, like people hate him, but he gets he gets the most out of his players, no matter what. That's true. But the much anticipated National champion out of my official college football playoff power ranking. I know I said, I think last week that I would have Georgia. I was thinking about it. Nope, no way. And of course, I got him number four. But the USC Trojans, nobody's stopping Caleb Williams. He's going to win the Heisman again. He won it last year. I think he could run away with it if he keeps going the way he's going. He can run a little bit, but he's more of a pocket passer, I think. I think he's got that a little bit of Patrick Mahomes in him, yeah. like that escapability and the um, off-script plays, a little bit of sidearm action, like we saw a Patty sidearm pass last night. Dude, the the way that that guy, Patty and, and um, uh, 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 what's his face? Gil Williams. No. Yeah. The way that they both can just do that, like astounds me. Patty's a shortstop playing quarterback. I think he, he played. Really I think he played shortstop growing up. He's. I know he's a baseball player too. His father played in the MLB, but really, he's literally a shortstop playing quarterback. the The angles he throws from it's shortstop stuff. Like that's middle infield accuracy and improvisation. Taj Washington for USC, one of their wide receivers, catching everything thrown at him, and I. Th- I'd say the team probably has the most realistic chance for an undefeated season. I'm pretty sure Georgia went undefeated last year. Most national champions do. But out of anybody in this field this season, I'd say it's USC. Yeah, I can see them winning everything. I mean, they're just a good team. And and they have their Heisman guy in Caleb Williams. And they're just going to take it all the way. I really hope so. Um. One of the analysts for Fox Sports, Joel Klatt, I've been listening to his podcast. He's really good. Joel Klatt Show. He, um, he's basically saying that we're in like a golden age for college football. I know you were saying this is the most excited you've ever been for college football. Yeah. And the beginning of this season has been great. It's kind of remembering why we love college football and everything. But I definitely agree with Joel that we're in kind of a golden age, even though we don't really have the star power of other years. We're definitely in good hands with guys like Caleb Williams, Blake Corum, and then if, say, Jalen Milrow can be a guy for Alabama, I like where we're at. I do, too. Um, 
But what do you what do you think, audience at home? Do you think Nico nailed this? Do you think maybe he sucks at doing this? Personally, I think he got it right. I think that his top six are probably going to be the top six that end up being. And if he's wrong, I will uh, tar and feather him at the end of the college football season. He shook on it earlier, actually, <laughs> <laughs> that we would do that. I don't um, remember that. Uh, well, you might remember it after these messages from our sponsors. We'll be right back, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about some NBA quizzes, and we're going to do a little new segment called The Court Report. We'll be right back. Howdy. My name is Libra. I'm the fourth wall breaking, charming, handsome, and awesome comic relief character on Zodiac Task Force, a show here on Raven Lunatic Media. Hi, my name is Feyerium, and I'm the other fourth wall-breaking, charming, handsome, and awesome comic relief character on Zodiac Task Force, a show here on Raving Lunatic Media. You know, we haven't really gotten to interact on the show. You seem like a legit dude. You know, we really haven't interacted. And the best part about the ad universe is no one can fact-check us unless they watch the show. Sounds like a win-win to me. Now that I'm getting a closer look at you, you're a pretty good-looking dude. You're not too bad yourself, Argon. The showrunners really got you right when they made you. I could get lost for days in those eyes. Mm, wake up, Iriam. Well, bless your heart. If you want more of this handsomeness, then you can go check out Zodiac Task Force wherever you listen to podcasts. How are they going to see how handsome we are if they can only listen to the show? Our silky voice is silly. That's how you hook them. <gasps> You're right. Go listen now. How are silly voices await? Silly? No, 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 no. I said silky. No, we can't end like that. Give us another take. You're all a bunch of gourmets. And welcome back to Game Face. Um, I don't know if we sound like we have morning voices on, but this is a different recording day. <laughs> that was a really, really long commercial break. It was a super long one. Um, last night, uh, earlier in the episode, we mentioned that there was a storm going on, and that storm actually knocked out the power while we were halfway through a segment. I think we were <laughs> talking about the storm in the segment that we lost. Oh, that might be true. I hope I hope we captured something. But um, Nico, last night uh, when we were recording, quizzed me on a couple things, and I got all the questions right. Um, but there's no evidence of it, so you don't need to go uh, searching for it. <laughs> um, but we are going to move the quizzes to a later date because I now know all the answers, so it would be unfair to quiz me, and now I would get every single answer right again. Um, so today we're just gonna do a C block of a new segment here on Game Face. We're calling it The Court Report. So everybody, all rise for The Court Report. So, Nico, yesterday... 
uh, around this time, we were enthralled with watching the USA versus Germany game. I really thought they were going to pull it out. I, I kind of did too. Germany wins and advances to the finals uh, 113 to 111. Uh, there's a lot in this game that I'm excited about, that I'm disappointed with. And, and FIBA in general, I think... I had a very, very good time just learning about a lot of things and seeing a lot of the players go off. Um, one specific player who I think really, really thrived during all of this playing for Germany is Dennis Schroeder. Uh, the Schroeder dog uh, playing for the Raptors this year. I'm kind of excited to watch him score 20 to 22 a game, hopefully. Uh, maybe help develop Scotty Barnes a little bit. Dennis Schroeder was a problem for the the USA. He was knocking down threes. He was making nice passes. Didn't he have that nice layup, a little bit of English off the glass? Oh yeah, playing for Germany, but main but his main language is English. <laughs> <laughs> um, but kind of continuing with the game, Germany will go on to face Serbia in the finals, while the USA will face Canada in a third place bronze medal game. So they get to face Serbia and Nikola Jovic. Not to be confused with Nikola Jokic. Did you say Jovic? Like, you didn't, like, do the soft jet? I thought it was Jovic. Jovic? Or is it Jovic? Jovic. Okay, I'm not sure. It's like Jokic, but it's Jovic. Gotcha. Um, Like, Jovic, what's up? (laughs) Um, So, this game... this game was interesting because we, we mostly watched the second half because the first half of games, is nothing really happens. USA kind of caught up towards the end there. They were down 10 going into the fourth quarter. Um, brought it back a little bit with a nice uh, comeback with, I'm pretty sure it's mostly Ant Edwards, um, but they weren't able to get over the hump to finish it off. Um, there was a lot in this game that I'm disappointed with, mostly stemming from Anthony Edwards. Um, but to a lesser extent, I'm more disappointed or to a, to a greater extent, I'm more disappointed in the fact that we can't get a legit star on this team. Yeah. If we had guys like Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, even a LeBron James, I think it would help the, the function of the team a lot more. Like you just need people to fall in line and you need that guy. Like Ant is, I, Ant is a guy, don't get me wrong. In the NBA, he is a guy, but he is too young to be the guy in FIBA right now, I think. He's, what, a third-year veteran now? I think so. So, Third or fourth. Yeah, I don't think he's him quite yet. We needed somebody who could take over in the fourth, and that just wasn't Ant. He doesn't have the maturity quite yet, and that was very evident. Um, You had a lot of nice young players on this team, though. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Jaron Jackson Jr., Tyrese Halliburton, one of the best passers in the league right now. Mikhail Bridges, one of the best 3 and D two-way players in the game. You have a lot of great young talent on this team. However, speaking of Halliburton, uh, he was a little outclassed, I guess you could say. I think Halliburton needs to change sports. I think he's more of a hockey player. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, Halliburton, uh, during the game, uh, late, Obst in the corner uh, for three, gave him a little jab step, and Halliburton literally looked like he was skating out there. Um, fell over completely, um, and just Obst knocked down the three right, right in his, uh, or I guess right on top of him, huh? Oh, yeah, he was lying on the ground, just like <laughs> watching it. Yeah, and then like you could see the disappointment in his face, like you knew, like he knew he was about to get clowned on really hard. On he the knew internet. he was about to become a meme. Yeah, and he did within the hour. It was very, very funny. <laughs> um, 
There, there are a lot of players on this team, both USA and Germany, and even Canada and a whole bunch of other teams. I'm really excited to see go into this NBA season. Uh, a couple of those players playing for Germany are the Wagners. Uh, Mo hit this beautiful rainbow shot over. I want to say it was Mikhail Bridges. Um, that like you like it did not look like it was going in. It was at like all. hand in face. I think Mo was stepping back. I'm like, there's no way this shot is going in. I think I lost track of the ball. All of a sudden, it goes in. Yeah, he greened the shot. He legit greened it. Like I've never seen a real life green before, but that was like the closest thing I could particular particularly say was one um next uh players that i i'm really excited to see do well this season uh dylan brooks playing for canada uh i'm really really excited to see him kind of come to the rockets and if he can play as well as he did in fiba i mean the rockets really got a good guy in their contract i'm still the biggest dylan brooks fan in the world um coming from the grizzlies i mean my team I'm I'm just excited to see what he does. Wish we didn't have to give him up, but he was uh he was not doing too hot. I'm excited to see Dylan Brooks and Bobby Portis kind of annoy each other in the bronze medal game. Oh, that's gonna be fun. That's actually gonna be really funny. <laughs> I really like that Bobby Portis addition to the USA roster. Kind of have some sandpaper in there. Like they got a lot of stars like Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brunson to a lesser degree. But I like that kind of role player add to USA. I do too. Um, I think there needs to just be a clear pecking order for Team USA. Team USA has a lot of people who are just that like B, C option guy, whereas we needed somebody who was an A option guy, or we needed some people who were just bench guys. Um, even when like, and, and I'm going to get into this question a little early of why people don't want to play for FIBA, um, but like Kobe, if he was playing with this with this team. Like, even when he was playing with this team, like, in the Olympics or whenever, there was a clear pecking order of, okay, Kobe is the guy. LeBron is the second guy. Wade's the third guy. Stuff like that. Um, or, like, Melo's the third guy. Or That third guy's always interchangeable with whoever's just popping off that night. But you look at this team, and it was like, Anthony Edwards, I guess, is the guy. Uh, who's our second guy? Uh, Jalen Brunson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like they didn't ever want to pass to triple J for whatever reason, even though there were like three instances where he was just standing in the paint, nobody around him. And all you had to do was pass it into him and get an easy dunk. Um, but Nico, I wanted to ask you a quick question, uh, kind of stemming from this court report. Why do you think players don't want to play in FIBA? I think there's just a lot of moolah attached to the NBA and I don't think they get paid at all for FIBA and they don't want to do it. They don't want to risk that injury. Every sport kind of sees it. Less and less people are going to play internationally. Like in hockey, there's no more NHL players going to the Olympics. I know they were gonna this past time, but I think COVID knocked that out. But guys like Tatum, guys like LeBron, maybe they think they're too good for it. I don't know. But we definitely aren't in a time anymore where players take pride in playing for their country, which is disappointing. It was fun to see like a real best on best tournament. Yeah, it's really disappointing because, like, you even see players like like Giannis. Giannis wanted to play for Greece, but, like, he couldn't because of injuries. Chris Dapps wanted to play for Latvia, <laughs> for Latvia, but he was also injured. I, I don't know what 
Jokic's brain was doing. Um, Jokic had a long season. He though. did. Like I can, him, for, I can forgive him yeah, for that. Him and Murray both. Yeah, like, him playing. and Murray. They both had. They played into well into June. Won a title. You know, go hang out. Go have a real off season, and then mm-hmm. come back for your season. And Murray. Um, also, he wanted to play for Team Canada, but I think he was too late for tryouts or something like that, or like he wasn't able to go or something like that. But players just don't want to play for the U.S. anymore. I mean, like, who are the top five players in the U.S. right now? Probably Kevin Durant, LeBron James, uh, Jason Tatum, Curry, and Harden. Even those four or five guys right there that could be a gold medal winning team. It could be. If like, you actually got them to commit. I think Tatum played last year or two years ago, right? Yes. He he played recently. He did. I remember because I think it was two years ago because I was here. So I think it was roughly two years ago that he played in the FIBA tournament. Um, I don't know. Like guys just don't get excited for like, we don't have that guy in the league anymore. That's like Kobe where it's like, this is my life. And then they can like rally around that guy. Yeah. Like a team captain. Like Mello too. Mello was that guy for a while where like Mello was like, he was Olympics Mello. He was that guy where like basketball playing that game overseas was just like the best thing for him because his game was really built for it. And Mello was still there. You saw him on the sideline for the semifinal game. Give him a jersey, man. <laughs> Give him a jersey. They certainly could have used him. They could have. Um, but like, I'm tr- like, who in the league could be that guy that's just like, I want to play for my country. I want to represent like the United States of America, and I want to push us to be the best in the world. I think LeBron could be that guy if he if he wanted to. LeBron should be that guy. Like that's the thing. Like LeBron, every offseason should be like he's older. We get it. He doesn't even have to play you know, 30 minutes a game. He can play, say, 20 minutes a game, be kind of a coach on the on the court, or be not a Udonis Haslam, but just a a core glue guy. Yeah, if... Or him, Kevin Durant, like, Jason Tatum could be that guy. Like, Jason Tatum consistently is, like, is a Kobe cosplayer at this point. Like, he wants to be Kobe. Tatum... Skill-wise, yes, could be, but I don't think he has that, like, clout in the league yet that a LeBron could. Like, yeah. LeBron could call up Tatum and all these other guys be like, hey, I'm going to play. You guys should, too. And then, of course, they'll follow him. We also failed to mention uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker, too. That would be a great team. Um, But, yeah. What do you guys think about the USA losing to undefeated Germany, by the way? Yeah, props to them. Props to them for being undefeated. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be doing a little weird of the week, and then we're going to end this puppy off. So we'll be right back after these messages. From the showrunners who brought you Zodiac Task Force, the Quesatorium, and why you should comes the almost ultimate spectacle in action podcasting. Sci-Fi Malady, an elite group of nobodies armed with nitpicky opinions that can rival anything on YouTube. The mission, to review science fiction and complain about most of it. How come most of the stuff we watch sucks? Sci-Fi Malady. Mulder can get beat up by anyone. Sci-Fi Malady. You know what? I cannot let this go. Bombers in space, doesn't make sense. Sci-Fi Melody, the action sci-fi drama podcast from Raving Lunatic Media. 
And welcome back to Game Face, presented by Raving Lunatic Media. Woo! Yeah. Right now, we are about to do a little segment that is pretty new still, and we're having a lot of fun doing it. It's time for the Weird of the Week. Nico, what's been going on with you this week? Because I think you have some weird stuff going on. I have officially joined. I'm a multi-sport athlete now. Uh-oh. I kind of always was. I played baseball back in the day, but now I'm officially a current multi-sport athlete. My hockey season starts on Monday, which will be about a week ago by the time this podcast comes out. But I joined a kickball league this past week, and I had my first game <laughs> And it's not lame because I can see you laughing at me, but it's actually legit. You have to realize how ridiculous it sounds, though, right? It does. Like, it's the, the irony is not lost on you. I thought it would be weird, but it was actually cool. So, a kid I play hockey with, I invited him to the UConn football game, the, their season opening game. And he's like, oh, man, I can't. I, um, my kickball league starts up. I'm like, kickball? That sounds kind of interesting. So I'm like, how does one get involved in kickball? So he sent me all the stuff. He's like, oh, yeah, if you want to play, you know, here, here's all the information. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a whirl. And we had our first game on Thursday night. My first at bat, I had a bases loaded single. So kind of endeared myself to my team pretty immediately. It was kind of funny. Before the game, the captain was asking, oh, Nico, can you make the throw across the diamond? I'm like, well, from where? He goes, third base. I go, oh, here's you guy, get on first. So he tosses me the ball a couple times. I'm whipping him across the, the diamond. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll play third. And he told all the all the new players, like, oh, yeah, you guys probably sit out for like an inning or two, you know, see what's going on on defense and everything. But he already told me to go play third. <laughs> so it's like, all right, new people, take a seat. Nico, go play third. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll join you. Or- you should. I've I've been trying to. I've been working on you. Well, it's, I don't think it's working. The only thing is, like, it's like seventy bucks. I don't want to pay seventy bucks for well, there's like kickball. Four games left. It'll be a six-game season. So maybe I'll play next season. In the beginning of the season, that's yeah. when you would definitely get your money's worth. Yeah, next year when it's like around that time, let me know and I'll I'll I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> You'll think about it for how, how long? Mm, probably a couple days. <laughs> it's like like if you joined like a wiffle ball league, like. That'd be I, sick. I wish there was a wiffle ball league around here. That'd be awesome. I was telling Nico, I was, what did I say? Oh, uh, uh, joining a kickball league is a gateway drug into joining a softball league. <laughs> Which, no disrespect to softball league players. I mean, we have one of those on our very own network in Scott. Um, but it's like... I think me in a softball league, I'd be like Big Poppy. Yeah, like... I feel like most of those leagues are just excuses to go drink with your buddies. Beer league, softball. Yeah, beer league. Um, some other interesting things happened this week, though. Um, you were talking to me about Jimmy Buffett, though. Yeah, sadly, Jimmy Buffett passed away last week. But something cool that has stemmed out of that, all of his fans and admirers have been flocking down to Key West and just hanging out like... I haven't seen the pictures, but I heard there's just all these people like lining the streets and hanging out in Key West, just doing what Jimmy Buffett would do. And we, we, all, we all know what Jimmy Buffett would do. He'd say, pour me something tall and strong. Amen. Um, 
In honor of of Jimmy Buffett, you know what we should do? In, in in honor of Jimmy Buffett and Steve from Smash Mouth, we should watch Shrek while drinking margaritas. <laughs> what do you think? What are your plans for today? <laughs> Nothing now. <laughs> I'm watching Coach Prime at twelve o'clock. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> last night, since we uh, lost power, uh, Nico went and watched the uh, Fighting Illini. Alini. Yeah, the Illinois Fighting Illini. It was a pitiful showing by those boys. Um, <laughs> Kansas, though, they're legit. So I can continue on from A block onto what D block now the next day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's re rank those top six. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're not that good, but they are. They got guys that are fast. Yeah. Um, something also kind of weird that happened last night. So power went out literally all over our town. Uh, I drove home, uh, from church, uh, because we were doing like an event there and I got home, power was out. Um, I, Nico opened up my garage. I drove in, went upstairs, grabbed my dog and we're going downstairs to go outside and i'm talking to nico i'm like man wouldn't it be funny if we were the only house to have power right now and i open the garage door and i see that the lights are on in the garage and i went wait hold on so i turn around and all the lights in the house are on <laughs> and I, I was like did i just speak that into existence <gasps> what <laughs> um but speaking of speaking things into existence, let's speak some awesome shows into existence right now. If you want to go check out some of the awesome other shows on Raving Lunatic Media, woo, yeah, uh, you can go check out Cold Case Chase, which is my other show, Sci-Fi Malady, which uh, talks about some awesome old sci-fi movies or new sci-fi movies, whatever your taste is. Right now they're doing Sliders September, which talks about the old sci-fi show Sliders. Um, you can also go check out Zodiac Task Force. A new episode should be coming up soon. And you can also look forward to a quick rant coming to your inbox fairly soon as well. Nico, do you have any final parting words for us? Yeah, we had a Red Hot Chili Pepper sighting yesterday. Uh-oh. We did? Yeah, on the radio. Oh, yeah. I, I rolled down my window and looked at you. You're rolling down your window, too, with a look of horror on your face. <laughs> we turned on our cars at the same time after going coming home from Duncan. Uh, my curse has still not been lifted yet. Um, I bought... Uh, I'm a huge WWE fan, so uh, I bought WWE 2K23 the other day. And as soon as I turn it on, I'm just hearing Red Hot Chili Pepper song after red hot chili pepper song and it's it's not good my curse is ever ever more <laughs> not ever long though <laughs> um, that, that would be the food yeah that would be the food fighters uh so i guess we'll uh, just see you guys next time on game face Urgh!